hey, this is us from the future realizing what we're talking about. This movie talks a lot about suicide. If that uh, triggers you in any way, you may want to set this episode out. Just saying. Or at least skip ahead to the end of the summary. Warning. We are about to spoil the movie Jigoku. If you haven't seen the film, or you plan on watching it, then click away now. Or if you've already seen it, or you just don't care, then please, stick with us. Right. What the fuck was that, Cameron? What what was what? Stick with us? It's stick around. So Don't go off the script, motherfucker. (laughs) I will come over there and break your ankles. That's right. We're we're away from knees now, mostly because the doctor said we can't keep replacing these damn things. (laughs) So now it's my ankles. Okay, Cameron, to get more into spirit with the movie, I thought I should really change the setup. So I put a baby on the roulette wheel. Why? Hello, everybody, and welcome to Cinema Roulette. We're back again, and um, this time we're taking a little trip into darkness. A trip into the afterlife, where you go to a place... That's pretty bad. New Jersey? I mean, that works too. That's basically what this is. But (laughs) yeah, so today is an interesting movie because it is the final movie on the J-Horror Roots uh, section of the wheel, which we just... Which has been our favorite section of the wheel. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, we've... uh... Gorgeous. We love it not not had good luck with this wheel um and and the funny thing is this uh well i guess i'll describe it after the i say the opening this is the 1960 movie um which is literally just the japanese word for hell jigoku going quiet for a bit uh hold on can we get a round of applause round of applause right now okay what's this for because uh this is our highest rate of all the j-horror roots movies of oh. a five out of ten. Oh, five out of ten everybody we did it we did it we passed four and went to like five five and a half out of ten do oh wow thank you thank you thank you i'd, I'd like to thank you <laughs> okay yeah, so, and the funny thing is, um, the whole reason I did the whole J-Horror Roots thing is just because, A, I love J-Horror and thought it would be interesting, and B, there was a list online one time, and I think I said this for uh, the first, one of the J-Horrors, but I'll reiterate it just regardless, um, of, like, different J-Horror movies that you need to check out, and um, there were, like, four really early ones that were, like, predecessors to the whole thing, and it turns out they were all available on the Criterion Collection, so I'm like, okay, I'll get those and watch those sometime, and I never actually got around to watching them besides this movie. This was the only one of the four that I'd seen before, and... uh, (laughs) 
the the fact that this was just fine it was weird it was trippy um but you know you can kind of tell that like i had slightly higher hopes for it than what we got like you can see that by just going in with solely this movie (laughs) yeah so you could technically well god damn it what you know what's ironic huh since this movie paved the way, you could say hell was paved with good intention. That's beautiful. That is perfect. The fucking <laughs> irony here hurts. It does. Damn, son. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> uh, also, if I say Jing Goku, I don't yeah. know why my brain likes Ang and N. Yeah, for some reason I'm he, saying it wrong. He always adds an N. It's J I G O K U G Goku, but he always says Jin it's Goku. It's my Chicago accent. Yeah. I have to add the N. <laughs> so, G, so if he says Jin Goku, just ignore him. So just grab a glass of gin and ignore him, please. So, oh, uh, being drunk during this movie would have given it a six out of ten. So. <laughs> I was almost high during this movie, but turns out I got on too late and we actually never actually got around to watching until the day. I also would have been pissed if you weren't fucking sober like I was. Yeah, well, the thing is, I had seen the movie before and we needed someone. Yeah, that's no excuse. I don't want to suffer through it alone. Suffer? Hey, uh, bud. Uh, Hey. But yeah, so uh, I will let Justin take it away with the synopsis. Okay. <laughs> you sound so excited. I mean, because it's, it's weird. It's really weird. I don't think it's too complicated of a plot, but it's just, it's weird. I'm going to call... Okay, how did you... How do you say his friend's name? Is it Ta- Tamara? Tamara? I'm going to look up the cast Tamara? list. Uh, I think it's Tamara. I think it's Tamara. Uh, let me look this up real quick. Uh, Tamara it is Tamara. T A M U R. I think it's Tamara. And then okay. the main character is Shiro. I know it's Shiro. Uh, okay, there's Tamara. I'm going to call him Tam. Okay. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> okay. So there, there's this guy named Shiro. Shiro is not having the bestest time in the world. He was, uh, Gonna get married to his girlfriend, and then his friend Tam came in and left a bad omen. Like, literally just drops horror, violent war pictures on a table. Is like, I left you a bad omen, later fuckers. Basically just looks and just, okay, there you go. Bye. <laughs> but uh, Tam drives Shiro home one night. There's some drunk dude in the street, and Tam runs him over, but then just drives away. Turns out that dude was a Yakuza man who has a uh, a wife and a mother who want to who figure out that Shiro was a part of the hit and run and is going to go kill him. But that's a bit of a later thing <laughs> because it's a 60s J horror movie. So, of course, we need a mother and either fiance and or daughter who want revenge. It was such a strange reoccurring theme of all, like basically all of these movies. And I don't know if that was just, you know, 60s sexism kicking in or something like, oh no, women are empowered. Ooh. 
I don't know if it's sexist to be like, hey, don't piss off a woman. They are super yeah. powerful and will fucking kill you. That is true. I guess in a way it's prog- progressive. Yeah, I guess. so. <laughs> yeah, t- you could have a debate on that if that's progressive or not. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, Jiro's day doesn't get much better when he... Oh... I think he wants to go admit to the police that they did the hit and run because he yeah. can't take the guilt because he's like overwhelmed with guilt. So he confesses to his girlfriend what happened and like they, so he wants to go with the police and tell them and explain everything. And she's like, we should walk. He's like, I can get a taxi. They waves down a taxi. And then in a 10 mile an hour crash into a light pole, his wife die. Well, his fiance dies and she was also pregnant, which we kind of knew and the baby dies too. Yep. Also, the driver horribly dies, but we don't care about him. So moving on. I guess fucking not. Uh, like, you see him briefly just blood all over his body in the windshield. It's like, ah, fuck him, I guess. <laughs> fuck that guy. Uh, And just to make things... Well, first off, Tam Tam is like... <laughs> Tam Tam. Tam Tam is like, you tried to snitch on me, but guess what? I fucking stopped you. And to make Shiro's life worse... He gets a call basically saying his mother is dying in an old folks home and he should come there to just at, at the very least, if she does pass to see her off. Yeah, because um, this hap- he actually leaves and this is where they kind of introduce the subplot of the Yakuza's mother and daughter. Um, they they. Oh, what was I going to say? Fucking. Whoa. OK. What? I just got deja vu. This is where they introduced the subplot with the uh, wife and daughter trying to kill him because she saw the accident and um, she basically says, oh, saw the accident. Yeah, but he happened since he was down. He got went to get drunk at the strip club they worked at and runs into the daughter and he spends the night with the daughter. Um, you know, fucking all his problems away, basically. And then she's like, oh, she realized who he was. And she's like, can I see you tomorrow or something? He's like, sure. But then he gets the call about his mother and he stood, stands her up because, you know, he's on the train already on his way to the old folks home. Yeah. So I go to the old folks home. The old, well, Tam also shows up later. Yeah. But at the old folks home, there's like someone who looks like his fiance. Um, his dad is literally cheating on his wife in the other room. Jesus Christ. Like, within earshot, too. So... <laughs> yeah, like, through a paper-thin wall. <laughs> and we basically just see a lot of suffering here for a while. The old folks home... The doctors who are running the old folks home don't care about the old people and are basically getting them killed and misdiagnosing them. Yeah, they're getting them killed, misdiagnosing them, and they're malnutritioned because they're not feeding them enough. Yeah. Uh, the two, the Yakuza ladies catch up with Shiro and while when about to execute him on a bridge, the daughter or, uh, no, the wife of the Yakuza men just trips and falls off a bridge to her death. Then fucking Tam Tam shows up and he's like, see, you're a murderer. Or no, Shiro was about to kill himself because he he was blaming himself for the car crash and he blamed himself for that too. Yep. 
even though both were not his fault. <laughs> he he's about to kill himself with her gun, but Tam comes and he's like, no, just live with it, man. It's easy. And then after scuffling for a quick minute, because this is mostly all Tam's fault, Tam falls off the bridge too and dies. Yeah. <laughs> so then Shiro goes back, has sex with the mistress that was having sex with his dad. His dad gets mad. <laughs> Everyone else in the old folks' home is uh, drink. Well, the old people are partying because the doctor had someone catch a bunch of fish, but they're all like, uh, they're dead fish, so it's basically poison. Yeah. And all the doctors and people who are actually eating fine and making money off these old people, I assume, are drinking and partying the mother of the yakuza comes in and gives them all poisoned alcohol so they all they all die tam shows up again just back from the fucking dead yep <laughs> but this isn't explained also uh the woman that the dad and son were fucking fell down some stairs during a scuffle so she's dead too mm -hmm. the mother strangles shiro i forget how the dad dies also, the parents of his of Shiro's fiance were there and apparently jump in front of a train. Well, yeah, because they yeah, they do imply that because like they go and then you hear like the train go. I don't know. It's just well, weird. no, they say that they jumped in front of a train before everyone's dead. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Basically, uh, everyone's dead. Just everyone dies. Yep. Everyone, and goes to hell. Everyone just dies and goes to hell. Yep. And uh, Shiro actually runs into his fiance again, and she's like, I was pregnant, and the baby is forced to suffer, is going to be forced to suffer in hell because Japanese hell is like way worse than Christian hell, yeah, I gotta say. Honestly. Like, they are petty down there. <laughs> you, you accidentally kicked an ant five feet? Guess what? You go to the eighth layer of hell. <laughs> yeah. That's like for some. And that's only like. And that's only fire hell. You don't even want to know about ice hell. Yeah, because for some fucking reason, like, the babies that are unborn are just there forever unless you rescue them or something. It's like, why? They didn't do anything. <laughs> no, it was any child that dies before their parent. Yeah. It's like, wow. <laughs> Rude. Uh, <laughs> but Shiro is basically running through the different levels of hell trying to get his baby to save it oh this is gonna be well okay one revelation that we find out is shiro's fiance is his sister and he isn't mainly in hell because he committed incest yeah that that was just ugh. that happens that happens just comes right the fuck also, out of Tam nowhere is a demon yeah, he's a demon, and yeah, he's one of the best parts. Which you kind of could have guessed because he actually teleported around a lot. Yeah, he teleported around a lot, and he just knows everything about everyone. Yeah. Um. Basically, we go through a nice uh, final girl circuit of suffering in hell. Until Shiro finds his baby on a wheel and... The devil says, <laughs> says like, if you get, this is your last chance, Shiro. 
if you save your baby, you may be able to save your baby, but uh, it's kind of implied that it will he'll just be forever stuck trying to save the baby. He's mm-hmm. like on one end of the wheel and the baby's on the other and he can't reach it. Yeah. Greek tragedy, I guess. And a movie. <laughs> then like the, the the sister and the what like the other person appear, they're like, Shira, where are you? With the umbrellas, and it just gets really weird. <laughs> and then we see that the old folks home is also going to burn down, so none of, none of these bodies will be found. Yep. So yeah. Um... The end. So yeah, whatever the fuck the message this film was, I have no idea. <laughs> Everyone sucks and you're going to just, hell. Just being honest, like, what is even the point? Like, it's just it's just terrible people who go to hell. And because I know, like, the the mo- the main draw of this film is like, the, you know, the gratuitous torture scenes in hell. So <laughs> that's what it's mostly known for and remembered for. <laughs> and the weird ass imagery. It gets really trippy towards the end. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we can go over the bad because there is actually surprisingly for J horror yeah. movies. There is something good to talk about in this movie. Surprisingly, I think the good will outweigh the bad in this case. So, Yeah, the good at least give it a reason to be watched. Yes. <laughs> um, For the bad, there's just some moments that are... Like, I jokingly said the 10 mile an hour car crash, but seriously, the, one, the car crash that kills his fiance, <laughs> the car basically just dink again... And still lamp post, and all of a sudden everyone in the car is dead. Yeah, it's well, except for Shiro, of course. But <laughs> except for Shiro, but yeah, like they, they didn't even try to like speed up the footage or like make it look fast. Just literally, yep, boom, and just like it hard cuts then to the guy just all bloody like in the windshield, and the girl's dead. She's like dying. I don't want to die. And we were just joking throughout the rest of the movie. It's like we're sorry that your girlfriend was just made of glass. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, so, just she's uh, the exact description of the guy from the one spo- from the chocolate SpongeBob episode. <laughs> I wake up every morning and I break my legs. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like who would have died? Like I'm wondering too, what the hell happened to the driver? How did he get so bad that he died and he was like hemorrhaging? Like what happened? What did he have like a spear in front of him or something? Like what the fuck? Uh, the lamppost was also Yakuza. Oh. Pulled out a fucking submachine gun, <laughs> just yeah. unloaded into the car. Fucking right, God. Uh, so yeah, it was weird. So some of the uh, yeah, like the effects are pretty good for the most part, but there are some moments where it's like, yeah, it's a little outdated. <laughs> well, there's just some really stupid deaths, like also yeah. the uh, the wife of the Yakuza guy who just trips. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, like they're like talking on a bridge and then just her heel messes up and she fall even though we see the ropes are like yeah. above chest level, she somehow trips hard enough to go over them. She either goes over them or through them and it's like how is that even possible looking judging from the ropes? Like those ropes are literally made to catch someone who is about to fall. How did you manage to fuck that up? <laughs> you ever just trip over your own feet and launch yourself ten and feet in the air? Yeah. We were just wondering how that was physically possible. It was kind of hilarious, honestly. <laughs> Actually, now I'm thinking of the 
mini game in Skate 3 where you're supposed to break your bones. Oh, yeah, that one. <laughs> and you curl up in a ball to spring yourself up to go higher and keep going. <laughs> yeah. She just does that. Like, she tripped and then just extends her legs yeah. to launch herself off the bridge. It's like a fucking kung fu movie. She has, like, ten flips into the air and then falls down. <laughs> I love oh, how it's obviously a doll, like a stunt yeah. dummy. Just, I mean, it hits hard, but it's still yeah. so obvious. That it's funny to me. Yeah, like, and oh, dude, when we get to On Her Majesty's Secret Service, there's a very similar moment. And man, they linger on it. Like, <clears throat> there's a very similar effect of someone like falling off a cliff or something. And it's just like, man, that was not convincing. And you did not need to linger on it that long. <laughs> Are we talking like original Ninja Sex Party music video levels of dummy? <laughs> Pretty close. Like, it's very clearly like Ooh. the guy, like the guy is rigid. Like the body isn't even flailing. I think it's like a rigid body. It just falls and hits. <laughs> oh, they didn't even use a ragdoll. It's just a I don't stiff ass did. dummy. From what I remember, I just remember just th looking at that and thinking, wow. Wow, that is the worst effect in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then they do it twice, too, which is great. They do it for her, and then they do it for uh, fucking Tam Tam. Tam Tam, who flies over somehow. But to be fair, Tam was actually thrown over yeah. the edge, so his makes sense. Yeah, like he was struggling with Shiro uh, to get the gun, and he, Shiro threw him over. So that, yeah, but she just trips, and then wee! God. Oh. Uh, what else bad can we think of? Like, I don't think there's much else, is there? Just some... I think the middle of the movie drags yeah. pretty hard. I would agree with that. I would agree there's some pacing issues because most of the middle of the film, most of the middle of the film. Good evening and welcome to the middle of the film. Takes place in the old folks home. Yeah, I can't think of any other real problems I have. Yeah. But then again, I could just be forgetting the movie, even though we only watched it yesterday. <laughs> yeah, it's true. But because the thing is, like, you can see, like, the lower budget a lot sometimes. Like, the one scene in the nightclub where it's just, like, that one low angle and following her around the room. Um, it's like. Oh, yeah, where it's clearly a basement, but they put a low angle so you can't see the room. Yeah, it's clearly in a basement. They just add, like, a light on one side and just a couple chairs here. It's like, there you go, strip club. Um, they won't be looking at that anyway with the girl weaving her skirt all over the place, but. <laughs> Ooh, how risque. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I could kind of appreciate it from that point because this was very clearly a much lower budget movie. Um, but you, that, that was something I um, kind of appreciated about it because it's like they did a lot with what they were given, like especially like the, the gore and the gratuitous scenes in hell. Those were really well done. Oh, yeah. It, with this low of a budget, the hell scenes are fucking incredible. Yeah, honestly. Like, back in 1960, this must have been, like, shocking if it ever came to the States. Because was the Hays Code still in effect in 1960 in the States? or Yes, okay. 1960s, we still had Hays Code. Yeah, so. <laughs> That's why Ocean's Eleven had to deal with Hays Code. Go yep. watch our Ocean's Eleven episode <laughs> yeah. so you don't have to watch the original Ocean's Eleven. Uh, honestly, it's, uh. it's not worth it. Uh, we were just talking to a friend about this today. <laughs> it's not worth it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, fucking um, that I appreciate about it. And just the story was, I know this wasn't exactly a high bar, but for all the J-horror ones, the story actually 
did stuff and stuff happened and we had some tension. Like it, it was like we have what what makes a basic movie story work. It's not just long shots of grass for fucking an hour and a half. <laughs> Honestly, stuff happens. It's actually interesting. Also, yes. we should probably go more into why hell is interesting rather than just saying it's cool. No, I know. Yeah, we'll we'll go into that. So if you have stuff to say, you can go ahead. <laughs> um, hell is hell is honestly pretty beautiful, especially when like the purgatory waiting area you first see where it's this white river and the weird the black and colorful sky yeah which sounds weird it just basically imagine a painting that is a black canvas and someone splat and someone starts doing watercolors on it that's what it looks like and looks so yeah beautiful it's really pretty and just yeah it's whatever the the shores of hell is what i called it and it just looks gorgeous yeah and then just, over there, Lone Wolf and Cub is taking their daily intro walk. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, fucking just just what the the inventiveness of it, like the different types of torture that people have to go through and all that stuff. So. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, well, actually, some of them were I'm pretty sure were based off Dante's Inferno. Probably. That wouldn't surprise me. Either Dante's Inferno or just, you know, traditional Buddhist hell i guess like what they talked about at the beginning i didn't so. even know buddhism had a hell yeah it's just one of those things where we just haven't looked into it and we're a little ignorant so for, forgive us of that so <laughs> forgive us about that uh like um the river where people are drowned or well i think in dante's inferno it's there's a river where people are drowning but they have all they want to they're also thirsty type deal yeah but this one, it is basically a sewage line of and mixed with pus, and yeah. everyone's dehydrated, but you can drink as much as you like. Yep, pretty much, because that's one of the one guy's punishment from the war, because we find out that like he let basically let his guy, he let his buddy uh, die of thirst. So it's really weird how I have to like pause before saying that, because, you know, if someone starves to death, you just say, you know, starvation starves to death. But if it's thirst, it's die of thirst. There's no like die of, like thirst station or something. I don't know. <laughs> die of thirst station. Like, I always want to say, like, they die. They they, they like thir And then, like, I stop myself and like a dead died of thirst. <laughs> yeah. Die of the. Yeah. There isn't just a word for it. You have to say of blend of your thirst or dehydration. Yeah. It's not just dehydration. <laughs> But um, that is odd. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So we that was his punishment. Like he's like dying of thirst and then like a bunch of other people are there. It's like, oh, well, you're thirsty. Here you go. Here's what's basically raw sewage mixed with bus. Ugh. I love the death. I'm good. I know he's given a name, so that's <laughs> yeah. why I keep calling him the devil. Yeah. But yeah, he, he he's basically the devil. So. <laughs> Yeah, but I love him narrating over all their tortures. He just sounds su- like such a dick. He does. Which is great. It is. It's what makes it great. And um, let's just be honest. Tam Tam is so much fun in the movie. <laughs> oh, whoever played... Whoever the actor is that played Tam... Yeah. Did, had just the best goddamn time. <laughs> Yoichi Numata was his name. <laughs> 
hats off to him. He yeah. was at he was having a fucking ball. Yeah, he was having a lot of fun just playing this this like demon, just like having just taking great pleasure in like torturing people. <laughs> just just his cartoony reactions and movement <laughs> are so much fun to watch. It he is. basically he steals almost every scene he's in, especially after the first half of the movie. Oh yeah, definitely yeah. So he, he's just having so much fun. It's just he's one of the best parts of the film. He was so good. <laughs> That's interesting. Um, he was in Jigoku, but he was apparently also in the '98 Ring movie. Really. Huh. I wonder who he was. I think I actually might know who he was because I saw the original ring not too long ago. So, <laughs> was he uh, the the main ghost girl? <laughs> that would that would be fun. <laughs> would be very Shakespearean. Yes. <laughs> oh, but yeah. So that was good. And just all the yeah, again, all the scenes of hell and torture, just very creative and very trippy and very well done. So it just goes all yeah. out with it. <laughs> The gore is fucking intense for a 60s movie. Oh, yeah. Yep. Like, one guy gets flayed, and you see his skeleton and all his organs, like, pulsing inside him as he looks down screaming. Yeah, like, they rip off his skin or whatever, and he's just, yeah, like he said, now you get flayed or something, so. <laughs> and you see, like... It so you see people's eyes get plucked out. Yeah. Some people get like rebar shoved through their neck. It's it's yeah. honestly pretty fucked. It really is. And I mean, it's like you know, I know it's hell. Like, come on, <laughs> what, what do you expect? It's <laughs> that's fair. And you know, really funny thing about that um, is I was reading. A, there's a little bit on a, a tiny little section on Wikipedia about the production. And um, uh -huh. oh, was that the director? Let me see. I yeah, know. Um, Noboto, I don't know how to pronounce that one actually. Um, but he asked um, the this guy to write the script, which was originally supposed to be called Heaven and Hell, under producer uh, Mitsuo Orgoa. And the producer read the script and then angrily said that to uh, the scriptwriter, he said, "Heaven is nowhere to be seen in the script." To which he jokingly replied, "Ah, I'll write about it in the sequel." <laughs> <laughs> great <laughs> that's a good response i gotta say yeah just jokingly replied oh, i'll write about heaven in the sequel <laughs> uh but yeah honestly just it just it's, it's, it's worth it just for the hell scenes and uh tam tam alone like um it's it's one that i would say i'm probably not going to rewatch again but it's something that we can at least respect so <laughs> Yeah, the with how uh, how just insane the ending gets, that part is a hundred percent worth watching. If if you don't want to sit through the rest of the movie, I'd say watch the last third because yeah. as a surrealist or even a new wave, I don't know if the Japanese new wave started in the sixties. I know French new wave was starting around that. Yeah. But it feels very new wave, even if it is pre-new wave. And just the surrealism that is brought in there is worth the watch of just... And the creativity and violence <laughs> mixed with the mixed with the odd beauty of hell. Yeah, isn't that interesting? 
is really interesting to watch. Yeah, definitely. So, <laughs> Do you I think? can respect it from an art artistic standpoint, but I yeah, <laughs> as a movie, it's it's whatever. It's fine. <laughs> it's definitely worth a watch. So, I wouldn't say it's rewatchable, but it's worth a watch. So. <laughs> My five out of ten is I'm not going to tell anyone not to see it, but I'm not going to fully endorse a viewing of it either. It's like, yeah, if you're like really curious and you really want to watch it, go right ahead. So, <laughs> it's it's the first J horror movie that at least gets a begrudging recommendation. <laughs> Hooray! We, we we have a movie that we say, yeah, it's fine, great. So that that's the highest so far of the J horror. <laughs> fuck that's what we should watch a j-horror movie for uh halloween next year yeah. like an actual good one just so we don't sound like we shit on japan's horror movies oh no we don't like I, i've said multiple times throughout this i love j-horror it's just these happen to not be all that good so yeah i because you know i have a bunch of them on from arrow video on blu-ray so i'll pick one of those out for us to fucking watch <laughs> but none of them will have fall break we'll have what Ah, uh, that's a dead meat joke. I fucking... Fall break? <laughs> yeah, there's a movie called uh, The Mutilator, and it opens oh! with an original song singing about fall break, and fucking James Agedes, during some videos, he'll mention fall break and just play the quick clip of the song going, fall break! It makes me laugh every I time. I know that! I... Shit, now I feel like an idiot. Of course I know fall break. <laughs> fall break? Yeah. That's right. I f- yeah. Wow. Thanks, brain. <laughs> How can I forget fall break? <laughs> but my brain doesn't have full break in it. Fall break. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So um, we and fall broke his legs. Fall break. <laughs> That's a good one. God damn it. God. But yeah. Um. So we 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 may do that for Halloween next year. So we actually have a good J horror. I would love that. Um, so yeah, that'd be nice. So without further ado, <laughs> there's further ado. There, there is further ado, uh, and we have to spin the wheel. Oh, I, first thing, it's have a fucking recording. Jeez. God, I wonder what and will land. This on. is. Yeah, it's it's fucking mystery. Uh, what it may be. Like, who knows what it could possibly be? <laughs> it's a complete mystery. Wow, yeah. Let's, let's, uh, let, let, let's go ahead and... Spin! God, so many movies, I'm going to have to use my telepathy. Oof. Uh. Okay, I bet you can't guess the movie. Oh, oh, well, uh, oh, it's uh, Platoon? Oh, fuck, I can't believe you got it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we're finishing off Wheel 2. It's with uh, the final movie, a Cinefix picks of In a World. All right. Yes, In a World, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, that will be coming out on Christmas. So it's a Christmas movie now. You can't stop it. Just how it is, guys. Sorry. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> Uh, so stay tuned for that, and that will be the wheel to end. Wow, that's hard to believe. Uh, 
yeah, that will be our end of the year episode, and then we're going on break for a good while. Yep. So look forward to that. God knows I am, because I know next to nothing about this movie. So <laughs> I know nothing about Earth, and it's good. Yep. Well, I've heard it's good. I don't know if it is actually good. <laughs> we will see. So thank you so much, everybody. I am the best critic I know. I always agree with me. <laughs> well, I would hope so. Uh, <laughs> uh, so we'll see you next time, guys. Anything else to add, or are you good? No, just, uh, you, you ended there. Right, like, all right, fine. Let's right. fucking see how it is. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Cinema Roulette. If you want to interact with the show more, you can follow us on Twitter, at Roulette Cinema. If you wish to follow our hosts, Justin is at JK Pancake on Twitter, and Cameron is at Cameron Picks Inc on twitter if you wish to watch a video version of the podcast it can be found on the youtube channel cam cam thanks again to teller's place for making the base art for all of our thumbnails and if you enjoyed the show please remember to subscribe or rate on whatever podcast app you use 